0: My next guest on Tea Time with me, Ali Monjack, is Emma Louise Davies. Emma is a remarkable lady who shares her personal story of being diagnosed with cervical cancer and then undergoing a hysterectomy during the lockdown in May. She is now cancer-free and enjoying life to the full, as well as working with Grace Women Charity to remind every woman to go and get a smear test. Let's find out more. Emma, it's lovely to be talking to you again and very much a big warm welcome to Tea Time with me, Annie Monjak. So, Emma, how have you been?
1: Yeah, very well, thank you. Yes, I'm um, keeping really well now, I'm feeling much more myself now after obviously a, a big operation um, which happened on the May the 18th this year.
0: Which was actually in the middle of lockdown, wasn't it? so yeah. yes, it was,
1: yeah, um, I was supposed to have it at the beginning of April, but um, uh, obviously due to obviously the lockdown, they couldn't do it, and then uh, my specialist thankfully very luckily called me and was able to get me in, um, which was in the midst of lockdown, which was a, a very weird time, but um, it you know it was a great success, and I was cared for very well while I was there
0: so you couldn't have felt safer and was it with um Dr Kavita was it? Kavita yes Kvitha.
1: yes um yes it was uh she was uh, one of my consultants um and she was um yeah I mean to be honest it, I couldn't have felt safer uh they made me feel very you know safe about the whole situation around what was going on I didn't feel alarmed or scared at all considering what what was going on. Um, I wasn't I didn't feel worried about the fact that I'd be going in and and then leaving and could I could I come out with it and and a lot of people have you know been very scared about going even walking into hospitals but they are just being so careful and vigilant with everything they're doing.
0: Well they've got to be haven't they? I mean you know we are in the middle of a global pandemic but you know it does always strike me that you know health nursing staff and um, medical people always step up to the plate anyway as far as hygiene and safe health and safety is concerned they're, they're completely on it aren't they
1: absolutely yeah they really are and there's they're not going to let anything slip and put any of us in jeopardy of, you know um, so you're there for that reason to be to be cared for and nevertheless, I mean, you, you obviously went
0: into the, the Royal Surrey, did you?
1: I did, yes. I've been, I've been under them for just over seven years, um, but that's where I did have my operation.
0: Well, this week is uh, Gynaecological Awareness Week. That's right, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awareness <laughs> Month. It is a, the Awareness Month. Um, it, it, and, I mean, obviously, you know, the Grace Charity which you have become part of or have become a huge um, support system to you as well. Um, So they're they're a charity that obviously always supports the awareness months, aren't they? And I mean, there's certain different types of gynecology. Goodness. If you think about it, you can't say it, can you? (laughs) 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 Um, Gynaecological, so um, you know cancers there are there are quite a few i mean there's ovarian there's um cervical cancer, which is what you had wasn't it that's so, right um and um ovarian cancer and uh vulva cancer of the vulva as well, so you know all the the ladies um gynaecological kind of pieces really that you know fit into the human body and it is it's quite something I mean it's such a sensitive area for women obviously I mean it, it's where you know we are able to to manufacture or reproduce little pieces. yes indeed
1: yeah and it's a yeah it's a very sensitive area um for for any woman um, I was very lucky that I was able to, I'd had my little girl, um, but obviously within three months of having her, that's when I got diagnosed. So um, it, is, it is such a crucial thing for, for women to go f- to be tested. And I know nobody likes a smear test, um, and it, but it's two minutes of pain instead of years of, of, of pain. Um, and I was one of these people that went regularly for those tests um i never missed one and it was just by chance that by being through my pregnancy that you know unfortunately the cancer developed so you know uh, but if it wasn't for that smear test my gynaecologist said i just i wouldn't be here now so it really is vital that no matter what i've been telling the girls at work just make sure you go it it really is two minutes of pain compared to what I had to then endure after that
0: it's um yeah uh, an incredible thing isn't it really and I mean you know may I say I mean you have been incredibly lucky haven't you really
1: yeah I have been I am one of the lucky ones and grateful every day so um if it wasn't for the care I got oh sorry I, i I wouldn't be here. My little girl, I wouldn't be seeing her growing up. So I feel very fortunate every day.
0: Um, So let's just talk us through how it came about. What happened? Because obviously, you know, in your situation, you were pregnant, weren't you?
1: I was pregnant and had a really good pregnancy. Loved being pregnant um, and everything was going very well. Um, I gave birth and then obviously as a woman, you, you don't know... Only I mean, it's your first baby. You don't know how you're going to feel afterwards. And I kept saying to my friend, I felt very heavy um, in my stomach, and they said I wouldn't have felt anything. There would have been no pain um, at that point. But something was telling me that something wasn't right. So I and I had been informed that after you had a baby, uh, within the first three months, you should get a smear test anyway. Um, so I went along, and then when I was there, a friend of mine called me to remind me that I'd only had one. Year before, so it was, but I still went along. And normally they wouldn't actually look at those straight away, Um, but they did. They did look at that, and um, they found that I had. um, They had to remove ninety percent of my cervix um, because obviously the cancer had grown through my pregnancy. So I was just extremely lucky. And they said if they hadn't done the smear test then, and two years later, there would have been no chance. So I was, it, they reacted very fast. And within the time I got diagnosed, within six weeks, I had the operation. So they, they don't mess around. They work very quickly with, to make sure you get the best care. And bear in mind, this is NHS. You know, we are so fortunate in this country. We really are to for, for the care we get.
0: Yeah, that we have a healthcare system in place that we don't have to pay for, I think, is that, well, I mean, we do pay for, obviously, out of taxpayers' money, but, you know, it, it's, um, as taxpayers, we pay for the NHS, but, I mean, it, it's incredibly wonderful that we have this, this amazing service, don't we, that, you know, we'll just step in and help.
1: Yeah, uh, and there's, there's nothing, you know, even if I ring the doctors now, no matter what, they're so attentive and they're so busy, you know, there's, they're in such demand and I will only ring when I really need to see them, but yeah, they're, they're, they're incredible. So I've got, I, I will never, I can't ever express how grateful I am for what they've done for me because my family, I've gone through cancer with my own father um, and Sally did lose him, but he was quite an age, um, but it, it's still, I, I think that women just need to be aware that going to the doctors, having these smear tests, and just being monitored continuously is so important because I think so many more lives could be saved and Jay Goody was one of the prime examples of not going um, and ignoring it and actually you can't because you can't see what's going on inside of you. Um,
0: You can't see what's going on inside of you. But, I mean, the good indicators are, I I suppose, like yourself, there just was something for you, wasn't there, that just didn't feel right?
1: Something felt wrong, and that's why I went. Um, So I think if you have a gut feeling, just just ring and just go. Um, They're not going to reject you and and not help you. They will help you um, no matter what. So, um, yeah, so I'm just... I'm just one of the very lucky ones um, and have had great care and, and still been cared for by them. So,
0: you've, you've still, you know, you've had to do your post op and you've had to go in and, and check. So, I suppose from now on, is that right? They, they check to see if you've got any cells that could potentially be.
1: Yes, yes, they'll be continuously checking um, and it, it, you know, and, and that's very reassuring. Because they um, they want to make sure that you know nothing reoccurs and uh, and that's why they're that's why they're so good at their job. So um, so yes, it, it's really it's it's been amazing. It's been a, a very hard experience, um, and I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. But no. I was I was helped, um, and the NHS you know, are are amazing. But I think women need to be very aware that we things do happen and we you think it's never going to happen to you but it it happened to me and I was a very healthy person I never had anything wrong with me until that that point so
0: yeah you're right absolutely right it's worth checking isn't it and turning up to those smear tests and you know making sure that you're in touch with your own body as a woman I mean, goodness knows, I think sometimes we have a hard enough time just with our hormones, don't we, really?
1: Yes, yes, indeed, definitely. Um, yeah, for sure. And you see women all the time having issues and, you know, all kind of things. But, you know, just, yeah, deal with it and, and get the doctor to help you. And you'll be amazed that life could be much easier if you don't have to go through any of this hardship, which was really hard when... We had a three-month-old baby, and I, it was tough. But we're here today to tell the story, so.
0: And obviously, you know, you, you're, you're away from her. How old is she now? She's seven years old. Oh. Um, yeah, and she's an
1: absolute, absolute dream. Um, so the best thing that ever happened to us, and we were just grateful that we had a, a child. But, um, yeah, so she's growing up too fast for me. but. Um,
0: and I'm cherishing every minute of her. Of course do. And you know you're you're lucky and that's lovely. I mean I've got a daughter and I, I think you know that mother daughter relationship is I'm not saying that a, a son isn't special but you know a, a daughter is because you you know you can hand that you can impart that, that that experience down to her at some point and make sure that she takes on you know the seriousness of her body you know I mean I think it's such an amazing thing isn't it that that we are able to do as women we are able to give birth we're able to bring you know another human being in into the world and and that to me is um possibly you know the most wonderful thing ever
1: Yeah, it is It creating something inside of us it, yeah it's magical um so we are, we are amazing creatures really, us women. So, uh, and we're pretty tough.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, we are pretty tough. I mean, it, it didn't happen for you all at once though, did it? As you said, you just finally had your, your hysterectomy, didn't you, in, in yes. May this year. I mean, obviously, you know, you first all discovered that you had cervical cancer after your little one was born. Um, so what what were the stages that you've kind of been through in this journey?
1: So I got diagnosed, and obviously I had ninety percent of my cervix removed um and then it was obviously a recovery time they They had said that they'd like to do a hysterectomy within a couple of years, but I was really desperate to have another baby um and we we tried and it, it my body clearly couldn't take it. And my husband, as much as he really wanted another child, the, the big thing for him is that he wanted me to still be around in 20, 30 years time for our daughter instead of not being here. So we 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 went back to the consultants and discussed with them. Um, and then I had a few little issues in between where I had polyps and, and a few things removed, extra things that had grown aside. And then we did have a scare last year. And that's when Kavita said to me, uh, we, she thought the cancer was back. And that was it, that was it for me. It was. She said, oh, I'm sorry, but you're, you have to have a hysterectomy now. And I had everything removed, even down to my appendix, which was erupting apparently there. <laughs> so not much left inside of me, but um, and they said it was very successful. There was no cancer in there. And that was their biggest fear that it would come back. And I didn't want to take that risk. Um, so now I feel, now I have to say, I feel like a really different person. Um, I feel so much healthier and it's like at that chapter, although I'll never forget it, it's like that chapter's closed for me and I can move on uh, without that worry of cancer can you coming cancer? back.
0: That's free. That, that's amazing. Congratulations. That, that is just the best Thanks. news ever, isn't it?
1: It is. Yes, it really is. And I celebrate every day that, you know, being here and, and enjoying life. So um, and helping others. Hopefully I can help as much as I can. Yeah.
0: So. And so when were you, did you start to become involved with the Grace Charity?
1: Um, to be honest, it's only just been recently I've got involved um, and um, I heard from Nicola Pegler um, and basically it's, it's been through her. I've wanted to get involved for a long time but it was really um, mentally I I was struggling still myself and I needed to be in a better place to help others and this is why I'd like to really now um, help and do as much fundraising. Um, I've always done fundraising, I've done lots of fundraising, but that's been on an individual basis. Um, But I would like to do do a lot more to help lots of people to get through these dark, dark days um, that lies ahead for sadly a lot of women um, and especially young ones. So, um, So hopefully I can get involved as much more
0: yeah definitely yeah well no that sounds really good and and also I think you know when you've been through something like that it's almost um cathartic isn't it to to be able to help others and impart your way of of getting through so
1: absolutely absolutely and I wish I had people to talk to more at that point but I didn't reach out um but now I want to reach out to help others so I think it's a You know, if you can give in life, it's um I think it's a wonderful thing. So that's what I want to do.
0: Definitely. No, it it is, yeah. Uh, it it, it's good for your mental health in the long run, isn't it? As well, I think.
1: Definitely, absolutely. Um, and I think it's making I think working with so many women where I work currently at the nursery, it, it, it certainly has reinforced to them about just go just go and have it done and um and it is it, it you know it's just making sure that women are aware of these things and a lot more aware that you know I didn't expect anything like that to happen to me i thought I was a toughie and I could just manage anything but you know so it's um yeah.
0: do you feel a little a little bit better though you know obviously when when I first met you we we were still sort of like in the throes of lockdown weren't we um Um, and and we did a a small tv interview i mean do do you feel a lot better now that you are able to go out um and you know be have your job again and oh
1: my gosh yes yeah i I definitely i'm a people person i like to be with people um i actually love working in the preschool Um, um I love being with the kids. Um, but it's just nice to be out and about and having getting back to normality and having a life again. Um, as much as I love my home and I love being with my family, but yeah, getting back to normal was a breath of fresh air. And I think I felt quite confined after my operation even more than ever because I literally wasn't going anywhere, um, not even for a walk. Um, no. So it's um, it's wonderful. And long may hopefully... You
0: know it continues, and we could just carry on safely yes, yeah, yeah, I mean that uh, that well that that's another story in itself at the moment, isn't there i mean there's there's many many lockdowns happening across the country, you know we are getting used to living with the virus, and I think that that's probably more important but however, I think you know for people um you know who are perhaps going through other things like you were you know having just had a hysterectomy that that must be really tough mustn't it you know not be able to have that that social interaction with people that is is so needed
1: that that was hard especially afterwards because people couldn't pop over um, and lots of people would stand on the driveway from a distance to to come and see me which was wonderful and there was a massive amount of support um and and funny enough since i've had my hysterectomy i've got currently three friends of mine going through hysterectomies as we speak one is being operated today and um i think i think the fact that i was able to talk to her and just say you know she wasn't going to have it done she was gonna wait wait till next year and I said have it done you'll be safe you'll be looked after so she's having it done today, so
0: wishing Brilliant. her all the best. Yeah. Brilliant, I mean, it, you know, it, it's not, not everybody has a hysterectomy. I mean, I've, I've got a friend who's had a hysterectomy. Um, not everybody has a hysterectomy because of cancer, do they? So, no,
1: no it's for many, many different reasons. Um,
0: yeah, so, so yeah, but, but it is still, you know, that, that gynecological thing where, you know, it does affect the woman, a woman, every woman, you know, um, imminently, doesn't it, really? It, it does. It, it's, um, you know, as I said, it, it, it takes away our natural ability to, to produce children.
1: Yes, but it doesn't, doesn't not, I don't think a lot of women feel that. Like after a history, um, that they won't feel like a woman. And a few people have said that to me, and I said, No, I still am me. I've just had some bits removed that don't need to be there. So
0: <laughs> I love the way you said that. that, that, that that's amazing. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, I think there is. And I mean, I think, you know, the more we talk about this as, as women, the better. Because you know, my mother's generation, but probably your mother's generation, was, you know, you don't really talk about these type of things. Um mm, yeah. you know, and and if you ever did hear of anybody that had a hysterectomy, it was like, oh no, it's a very sensitive subject, you know, you can't speak about it. I mean, do you think it it it's more spoken about now? Does does it help? It does help, doesn't it?
1: Massively, and women are very open about these things now. And I think it, I think it really helps because I think it gets people to understand a lot more than what we ever did. Um, so I, I certainly know more now than ever before. But that's because I think certainly I'm in my 40s, and, and the women of that time, you know, this time, they're, they're very open about it and they should be. So, um, and I think even young girls who are 19, 20 that I know, they're very open, if they've got any issues, they actually are being quite sensible and dealing with it, so it's, um yeah, I think it's much better the way that we work today, um, in this century, than certainly my mum's time, where, yeah, it wouldn't be spoken about, so. No,
0: it, it, it's strange, isn't it, that it's almost gone full circle, and I think, you know, it's like anything, if you actually talk about it, you know, like you're, you're putting yourself forward now to talk about cervical cancer and the journey that you've been through. And that, that really helps people because it doesn't have to be a live sentence these days, does it? It really doesn't have to be.
1: No, it's not a hush-hush thing um, and it shouldn't be hushed. It should be spoken about to get the information out there. Um, And I know that Jay Goody was one who she knew what she she hadn't gone for her test, sadly, and very sadly, she lost her life. Um, And it's tragic, but she really tried to get people to go and she did. She fought so much and people were all going for their smear tests. And as soon as kind of sadly she passed away and then after a couple of years, it all got forgotten. And people have just gone back in to not attending um and people's a couple of people's attitudes was because oh well it because of the covid we can't go and I said yes you can you can you can go and because of that I think people are you know and that's only the few people I speak to that they've gone um so
0: yeah I think it's just I think as women we just
1: we can help one another no matter what however old we are
0: yeah, just encourage each other, because, I, you know, we're all, we're all in this together, aren't we, us girls together, as I always say to my daughter. Um, you know, it, it, it's really true, you know, we, we need to stick up for each other as women, and if we don't, you know, then, sorry, in my eyes, that that's really not a good thing, is it? No, it's
1: not. It's not, because, you know, it's some, um, you know... It... We have to help each other because that's a that's way the, the world will turn around and, and you know keep moving around. So um, yeah, it's I think it's always we can back each other up. <laughs> so
0: absolutely. There's one big sisterhood, isn't there? Definitely yeah, right? indeed. <laughs> oh, well, do you know what, Emma? Thank you so much for coming on Tea Time with Ali Wan Jack and sharing your story. Um, I mean, I think it's a very um powerful story as well because you know as we said you you have been incredibly lucky um and you know it it's lovely to see that you know you you've made a full recovery you're back out to work you're getting on with life um and very fortunately for you you've got a little girl so you know that that's life couldn't be better could it no (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Well, um, as I said, you know, good to catch up. So thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. September is Gynecological Awareness Month, and there are five different types of gynecological cancers. It includes cervical, ovarian, vulva, vaginal and womb. So don't put it off. Get tested if you need to.